Pits. <laughs> That's going to be the opening to the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Queuing Up podcast. I'm your host, as always, Damian Rocha Jr. And today I have a very special guest for this is, I think, the third time we'll be talking about this specific topic, but not the topic overall. Like it's in the genre of the topic that we speak about. But without further ado, I would like my guests to introduce themselves. I'm Sam. I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm, uh, Sports guy, I guess. Uh, me and Damien like to talk about sports, so yeah, we play games sometimes. So. Yeah, uh, if you ever had a like a YouTube channel or anything like that, I feel like a good name for you would be like if there's like, do you know how there's like the sports zone with like Zachary, whatever? Like if there's like a he's a sportscaster, but he has like his own specific portion of the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome back to Sadistic Statistics with Sam. I could get into that. Where it's just you being absolutely just blunt and to the point, saying, like, these teams need to get this in order in order to be better, or else they're just going to be at the bottom of their tier for the rest of their life. My opinion is subjective. <laughs> I, I'm very set in my ways, I guess. That would be, be kind of dope, though, stadi- a sadistic statistics. I'm just very blunt and to the point. No remorse. Like... Nothing. Even even the no cheerleaders and the mascots aren't safe. <laughs> They're not important. <laughs> hot takes. Welcome back to Hot Takes with Hot Cakes. <laughs> where we eat where we eat freshly baked cakes while giving hot takes about the world. That's a better show than suggested. <laughs> hot takes with hot cakes. It's like a muck a mukbang where we just eat a bunch yeah. of food, but it's just straight cakes. <laughs> God, our our teeth would just be rotted out at that point. No, I'd be even fatter than I currently am. That would be bad. <laughs> Anyways, we're gonna get right into the topic, and essentially, what we're gonna be going over is we're just basically gonna be like evaluating the Super Bowl this year. Which, if you haven't seen, spoiler alert, obviously, because you know, I don't know how you haven't heard about it or seen it, but it is gonna be Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, it's just you know, it's him. He doesn't have a team. He's by himself. They found a way to clone him <laughs> twelve times. And then that 13th time as a punter, it's wild. It's insane. Good for science, you know, good for NASA for figuring that out. Awful for football, though. Awful for football, though. There's like, there's no one stopping this guy. He's always going to run the ball in some way, shape, or form, regardless if he passes it to himself. Then we have the Eagles, you know. Hopefully, you know, if they do win, we can see Kevin Hart embarrass himself again for the second time on national TV. Forgot about that from. Uh, whatever they what was that 2018 they won it 2019 i can't remember I believe it was 2018 i might be wrong i i don't remember all i know is that my favorite team the minnesota vikings got absolutely embarrassed by that super bowl winning eagles team in the nfc championship game and it was my second lowest moment as a vikings fan uh most lowest was uh stating to all my friends that they were going to beat the Giants this year in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> I believe I still have to uh, block one of my friend's phone numbers because I said that I would do that if they uh, if they lost. So yep. 
I'm still working on that. He's like, I'll still get there. I'll, I'll wait a couple years, and I'll be like, remember when the Giants beat me or beat the Vikings? Click. I'll just, you'll never hear from me again. <laughs> just on death. You're just on death's door in your hospital bed talking to him, and you're like, remember this? This is me blocking you. Just, <laughs> just purposely flatlining just to block somebody from inter- like just interacting with you yeah. but anyways if you want to jump right into it we do have some notes here so we can either go in order or we can just kind of jump around or just generalize what we'd be talking about um why don't we uh go back and forth and you pick one and then i'll pick one and just okay talk about it quick uh the thing i want to really do is talk about the chief struggling with the bangles that was the one point that you made that I really wanted to get into because like, I feel like it was a really good point that you came up with. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to discount the Bengals' defense. Like, they have some good players, mm-hmm. but I think the I think uh, that probably should have been a little bit more of a handling by the by the Chiefs. Um, I just feel like I know they don't have you know as explosive of an offense as they have had in past playoff runs but i just looking at it on paper i don't see too many like guys that could match up with the chiefs in general on that Bengals defense and their the Bengals defense is actually ranked pretty high statistically but i guess that shows what i know but i I just felt (laughs) like uh if it were reversed and the eagles are playing the Bengals, uh it's a blowout, just like the, uh, just like the Eagles game was. So, that's just my two cents on it. I can I can see where you're coming from, though. But like, the reason I think the reason, honestly, is why I think they struggled so much was like you said, it's they don't have as an explosive like offense as they used to. Yeah. So like if you're not if you're not just pulling out like an insane insane amount of like yards per like carry or just yards per reception stuff like that or just all around keeping the line where it's supposed to be and not letting a single defender pass you allowing Patrick Mahomes all the time in the world to throw the ball or run the ball you're kind of going to struggle against a team that's doing statistically like higher up than the other teams you face throughout the playoffs. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I just yeah. I just struggle with um I look at, I just look at like, I'm a I'm an old school football type of guy. I like I like teams that run the football. I like, I like watching offensive linemen. Uh, like I'm that kind of football loser. Um, <laughs> He's like, you're not. I don't. I'm not here to watch the game. I'm here to watch a specific set of. I, players. I will no seriously. I, I'm not kidding. I watch games to watch like one one player, whether that be mo- most of the times it's a it's a skill player a lot mm-hmm. of times, but sometimes I will legit go watch like a Houston Texans game to watch their left tackle play because their left tackle is really good, and I want to die by the end of the game because the Houston Texans are a dumpster fire. But oh yeah, it's still uh, entertaining to me that kind of stuff like. Just think, the nuance of the positions. Yeah. Just on a side tangent real quick, when it comes to the Texans, it always seems like it's their linemen, regardless if it's offense or defensive, that are usually the talk of the team, besides the one time with, what was it, Deshaun Watson? Yeah. But other than that, it's just usually linemen for the Texans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But anyways, though, I can see how you like you came to the conclusion because I do feel like the Chiefs should have still won, but not by that not like narrow of a margin. Yeah, and you can look at like the previous games, like the the Chiefs were zero and three, I believe, leading up to that point mm-hmm. against the Bengals, and it's zero and three. But I I I might be wrong in stating this, but I believe that the Chiefs were leading in the fourth quarter of all three of those losses to the Bengals prior to this game, and I believe they're all three point losses. I I could just do a simple Google search and find this out, but I just don't feel like doing it right now. It's okay. I'll have people who who talk to me. <laughs> You're statistically wrong. That stupid, stupid guy was wrong. <laughs> that sadistic but, statistics guy was incorrect. Yeah, but um, so it's it's a true rivalry now. I would say yeah. with the Chiefs getting a win, like it's a true AFC rivalry. So I guess rivalry games are just different. Like, I don't expect like. I don't expect the Vikings to ever play a competitive football game with the Bears, but it happens every once in a while. Like they don't just run over them every time, like I want them to. So <laughs> he goes, "I just I'm sitting here going, yeah, it's gonna be an easy week." And then when I see that you know they're losing by three or four points, I'm like, "Wait a minute, what's going on here?" Oh man, don't. That's how I felt with that Lions loss with the Vikings this year. I gotta stop talking about the Vikings. We're talking about the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's okay. You still you're still hurt. The wound is still fresh. I am hurt. The wound is not fresh, but I am still hurt. I mean, it's fresher than most wounds. At least you're not a Jets fan. I think, uh, to sum it up, I think the Chiefs struggled against the Bengals. I think the Bengals are the same tier as the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. But when we get to my winner predictions, uh, I can go over a little quick tier of the teams that just played these last two games. Just to put it into perspective, I guess. Yeah. Well, if you want to move on to the next point, by all means. Um, I really wanted to talk about the um, brother versus brother Super Bowl here. Um, I'm not sure if you were aware of that. If you looked actually, don't it think I was. This is what I had to. This is what I was kind of. I was like, oh, who is it? So I did some so, research to like look it up. Yeah, so big superstar players, one more so than the other, but. Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is the tight end for the Chiefs, starting tight end. You know, all pro, future Hall of Famer. Oh, easily, then, easily. <laughs> yeah. Well, his brother is the Eagles' starting center, and I would also argue that he is probably the best at his position, at least this year and probably last year too. But for sure this year, he is he is number one center for me as offensive line guru guy, as I claim myself to be. He said, as the guy who watches the linemen, I feel like he's in my top uh, three. <laughs> so that's a crazy storyline there for me. I believe that's the um, first time that's happened, where two brothers play against each other in the Super Bowl. But it would be, I think it'd be more entertaining if it was, you know, offense, defense, and they were yeah. actually on the field at the same time. But it's still cool nonetheless. It's cool it's- for them. and their family i guess i was gonna say i thought that already happened in a super bowl but if i'm not mistaken that might have been a playoff game where it was uh the the brothers it was one was a running or not a running back one was a receiver and then the other one was a defensive back so he was like blocking his brother throughout the like not the entire game but like throughout plays in the game yeah i'm not familiar but it, it probably has happened in a playoff game but yeah I feel like everything's happened in a playoff game, but none, nothing as much as like 
if I'm not mistaken, there's never been a Super Bowl that has the team who's like hosting it actually be at that Super Bowl. That's not true. <laughs> the Rams just won their Super Bowl in their home stadium. You see, that's why I said I may be mistaken. And then the the Buccaneers also, I believe, also won their Super Bowl in their home stadium. See, Sam, this is why I had you on the podcast. Statistics, statistics. Uh, knowledge. He's like, statistically Viking, speaking. I was hoping the Vikings would get a chance to uh, go play for a Super Bowl in their home stadium. That was the year the Eagles beat them. <laughs> I'm still salty. I'm sorry. But no, I, I see where you're going for, like, because it is always entertaining to see people who are, like, brothers or who have some kind of connection, regardless of what team they're on. Like, for example, uh, what was it? It was Jim Harbaugh, and then I forget what the other Harbaugh's brother's name was. John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh. Jim and John, when they were in the Super Bowl, I believe it was the Niners and the Ravens. Yep. That was that was a good game. They had a lot of – it was just – it was just the way they were interacting from across the field. Like, if I'm not mistaken, there's like a little snippet during the game where they're on the sidelines and they make eye contact with one another from across the like the field, <laughs> and they're just doing stupid faces. Yeah, I know. If I if I got to coach a football game against my brother, I would be I'd be probably more distracted than trying to distract him. So. <laughs> just coach, what what play are we running? I I don't know. I'm trying. I I got his attention, but I didn't I didn't think I'd make it this far. Trying to make him laugh. <laughs> I got him. He's giggling. He's giggling. Got him. We got this, boys. <laughs> but yeah, that's just a little snippet I wanted to talk about. It's not really that important. I mean, it's still kind of cool, though. Like, it's something that some people might not actually know that only, like, something like you said, that you as somebody who, like, you know, they're going to know the big star, obviously, the tight end, but not a lot of people probably know Tanner is. Yeah, I mean, and. I guess, yeah, the casual NFL fan probably wouldn't know. Like, mm -hmm. I'm sure my wife won't know when we watch the game until I tell her, so. Imagine if she just hits you with, like, a bunch of lingo that only you would understand. You're like, <laughs> I would <laughs> be like, Where, what have you been doing in your free time? Yeah. <laughs> like, you just, just watch it. me or. <laughs> but, yeah, going back to uh, another point that kind of very. Because uh, we talked about this before, and it wasn't in, like, deep in depth, but uh, Patrick Mahomes and his resume of being the GOAT. Oh, yes. Because I feel like, what was it? Wasn't it his rookie year? He broke like three or four records for the Chiefs offense. Um, or was that? No, he didn't. It was his first year starting. He didn't okay. really play as a rookie, but I okay. get what you're saying. Yeah. It's always, like I said, I always, get, I always get the first two years confused with every big-name star. Like, if something happened their rookie year or the following year, I always mix those up. Yeah, that's – I mean, that's fair. It was basically his rookie year. He, he played – I think he played one or two games that his rookie year. He sat behind Alex Smith. But um, I'm sure he is – I believe, yeah, he owned, he probably holds a bunch of Chiefs records. He definitely holds NFL records. Um I guess um, another, I guess I saw a statistic where he is uh, on pace. Him and Travis Kelsey actually are on pace to um, break the record for most uh, touchdowns as a duo, most passing touchdowns as a, as a duo. I believe the uh, they just passed Tom Brady like last game or whatever. Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. I was going to say, yeah, I was either going to guess Gronk or him and Edelman. The current record is held by uh, Joe Montana and Jerry Rice, and I believe they need to 
I think they need two more touchdowns to tie that record, so look out for that. Two touchdowns, Mahomes to Kelsey. That could be a a historic thing. That'd be kind of sure they'll be, but it's a playoff record, so yeah. it, it, it's most definitely going to be broken. I don't see the Chia, the Chiefs missing the playoffs anytime soon, especially think... with that superhuman mutant they have playing quarterbacks. So. Oh yeah, that's just especially since you know they found out how to clone him thirteen times. Now it's just him yeah, on offense. That's crazy. <laughs> but no, yeah, he, he is a threat regardless. Like even if uh he, he like I feel like he's gonna make it to at least the, the like. In my honest opinion, I see the Chiefs just as a whole making it to the AFC, NFC, just the championships in general. Like, yeah, no, I could. They'll have a Patriots type dynasty. If, oh yeah, as like, long as they I feel like this is their the core Brady. of their roster. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. I would <laughs> without a say. without a doubt in my mind, this is the. This I is would. The, yeah. It's just ugh, busting. I mean, he is an animal, like. I will go into it more when we do our, our, our uh, you know, win predictions. But yeah, I was also uh, going to say, too, because he, even if he, like, even if he doesn't win this Super Bowl, I feel like, because, like, there's many, there's many athletes in multiple sports that, like, have never won a championship, but are, like, just, I think it's renowned, I think is the word I'm thinking of. They're renowned yeah. as, like, very, very good athletes or, like, almost, like, goat-like or in talks of being uh, introduced into uh, the Hall of Fame of their respective sport. Yeah, you don't need... I'm of firm opinion that you don't need to win championships to be an all-time great. You just have to impact the game in a way that hasn't been seen before. Like, there's plenty of guys that have just been on terrible teams, but they've been rock solid. Yeah, like yeah, like Megatron, like he changed the game. To be honest, like, yeah, solid, a solid pick right there is like you're just on a terrible team, but you are a monster. Yeah, so there's plenty of guys that just never get a chance to even go to a Super Bowl that are transcendent talents, and the Super Bowl number is such an odd thing to me because it's a wins are a team stat. Like everybody looks at wins when they talk about quarterbacks, but like. Wins are a team stat. It, it, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's not something that you can place on one person. Just like a loss, you can't place a loss on one person either. Like, it's obviously the right tackle's fault that we lost any game. It's all his fault. Yeah, and, and he could be a contributor to it, but yeah. it's like, you know, he didn't allow the other team to score, and, you know. Yeah. Like the defense is supposed to stop them from scoring, and the offense is supposed to score. If they both don't do that well, then you lose. So, I mean, I would hope the ultimate team sport. The ultimate. Well, like I see what you're saying, yeah, and just I honestly think like by the time that I'm within age or like because I know he's gonna probably retire before I retire from a job. Obviously, a lot of athletes retire around. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like he will have a solid, solid, and I mean absolutely probably top three for like in my lifetime since I've been alive and aware of what football is. So from the age of six till like when you know he retires, and I feel like he's in my opinion in the top three just quarterbacks that I've seen experience so far. Yeah, I agree. I you know I'm I'm fairly young, so I only caught the. You know, they caught the latter half of Tom Brady's career, and mm-hmm. I was alive for 
most of his Super Bowls, but I didn't really watch football, so it was like, you know. Funny enough, if I'm not mistaken, my memory serves me correct. Uh, I I believe he is two and two since I have been alive and conscious of football for the Super Bowl. Because <laughs> I remember both of the losses to the Giants. Yeah, I remember the losses to the Giants as well. I remember his one against, uh, I believe it was the Seahawks, correct? Yep, they beat the Seahawks. And then when he was at Tampa Bay. Yep, okay, yeah. Two <laughs> two. He's like, the statistics check out. Oh, but they me. beat. They also beat the Falcons, though. Ah, yep, 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 never mind. So, never mind. He's three, three, three and two. two. Yeah. His only weakness, though, was Eli Manning. <laughs> Eli Manning. I still love the I still love the meme of like uh it was uh just another side tangent it was like the Manning's Thanksgiving uh and he's like uh Peyton was talking to Eli and Peyton's like can you pass me the mashed potatoes he goes yeah I can do that for you but it's gonna cost you two Super Bowl rings <laughs> <laughs> I was like Jesus what? well yeah I think we're both in agreement that Patrick Mahomes is easily gonna be just. I just, you know, I wish him good health. He's really good at not getting hurt. And, you know, I just wish that he can just do, even if he gets to that point in his life where he knows he's retiring and he just wants to be goofy, I still think that would be entertaining just to see him stupid stuff. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. He's just so physically talented. Like, the arm strength is unreal. The creativity, like, people don't understand, like, the way he plays is not normal. You can't go do that. Like, it's... It's bad for like young kids watching football because you're not him. You can't play like him. You need to play like somebody else because he is one of one. There is no other person that is like him. Yet, as NASA's working Yet. on a copying machine, I just <laughs> yeah. When <laughs> we're not cloning. Yeah, when we get <laughs> genetically enhanced humans into the football <laughs> field, then. It's it's all from it's all from him. If you know Star Wars, how they took all the DNA from Jango Fett, they're taking all the DNA from Patrick Mahomes. Most definitely, he's. I just want to rave on it. I could do. We could do a whole, you know, an hour about him and just his stuff. I'm just kind of a fanboy, I guess. <laughs> I don't, I don't particularly like the Chiefs that much. I just think I just recognize that he is a different type of person that I've watched play football before. So. I mean, everyone's got a favorite team and a favorite player, even if that player isn't on the team. Yeah. Like, definitely. like for me, the mo- majority of my life, it was always the Steelers and Troy Polamalu. But after he retired, I still think my favorite player is probably Rob Gokowski. And it's not for the fact of how good he is. It's for the fact of how goofy he is. Yeah. He's like, just a big... He's just a big, big goose. Child running around. A six yeah. foot six, two hundred and sixty-five pound child running Yeah, around. who shoots yeah. miniguns. Yeah. Like what other tight end goes around going, Yeah, I shoot miniguns. Oh man. Um I, I will uh, segue into our next uh point here while we're talking about the Chiefs quarterback. Uh we haven't really talked about the Eagles quarterback at all. Oh yeah, it's perfect transition into this. He, um, Mr. Jalen Hurts, um, incredible story with him, you know, benched at Alabama. I don't know how familiar you are with him, but he was, you know, starting quarterback for Alabama, I believe as a redshirt freshman. And, uh, he got benched, uh, a year later in the national championship game for the Miami Dolphins quarterback to, uh, Tugavailoa. And, uh, he stayed with the team and was the backup and ended up, 
I believe he ended up saving them in a couple games when Tua got hurt. And then the following season, he transfers to Oklahoma, plays one season at Oklahoma, gets drafted in the second round by the Eagles, and uh, he's a backup for the Eagles for a while to Mr. Carson Wentz, North Dakota native. Um, you know, the Wentz experiment doesn't really pan out. Injuries, poor coaching, whatever you want to call it, doesn't pan out. Jalen Hurts gets the nod at quarterback, and here we are. He's uh, the youngest quarterback to ever play in a Super Bowl. I can't remember what the exact number. It's by like days. I'm pretty sure. I was gonna um, say yeah. I was gonna say I thought it was. I thought it was just like. It's by. I think it's by months. Yeah. It's not by much, but he is technically the youngest quarterback to play in a Super Bowl, and. I'm not the hugest fan of him. I think he's kind of a product of a very good team around him, but it's still quite the accomplishment nonetheless. He is definitely an MVP candidate. I don't think he'll win it, but he's had a heck of a season. And without him, you know, I don't think they're in this game. He's a great decision maker. He's not quite the genetic freak that Patrick Mahomes is. Yeah. (laughs) A terrific young quarterback right now. Um, And I think he'll play well when the lights are brightest just from having that big game experience in college yeah that makes a lot of sense like it's understandable with that like uh because i forgot what what game it was where it was the backup quarterback in the playoffs for i believe i really want to just stick my neck out there and just say it was for the Bengals. i know it was in the afc and i'm pretty sure it was the Bengals and this backup quarterback has been in the league for like three years and i think it was four years actually and he just doesn't, he's overall, like, he's mediocre. He wasn't bad. He was just very average at what he did. But just absolute monster during the playoffs. Not remember his name to save my life. But anyways, like you said, I feel like there are a lot of players who can really step up once the light's set on them because they realize what they're playing for and who they're playing for. Well, yeah, and it's like, it helps when you have a stellar team around you, like, I'm going to kind of segue into one of our other points here where the Eagles just have this, they have this monster of an offensive unit. Like they're, they have two great receivers. They have quality receiver depth. They have a good tight end. They have solid running backs and running backs, kind of an overrated position. Another hot take overrated position running back. Not that important, but (laughs) the, the boys up front, those are who I want to get to. The offensive line, mm-hmm. the Eagles' offensive line. Has That's your peaches been, and cream right there. Oh man, they have just been mauling people. It's not even a contest. Like the the boys up front have been just running through people, and the run game for the Eagles is borderline unstoppable right now. I thought the Niners would at least give them a a challenge. It was. No challenge. The stats don't show how really dominant they were. There's a lot of bad decisions by Jalen Hurts as much as we just praised him of him, you know, keeping a ball on an option play or whatever, when it probably should have been handed off just by based on how they were doing up front. They're so good up front, they get into plays where they block too far downfield. They move guys too far and it makes like the hole too wide and it it results in shorter runs than you think it would be. It's kind of a weird uh, give and take. 
because you want to get movement, but you don't want to have too much space because then those linebackers are going to going to sniff you out, and it's a whole thing. But no, I see what you're saying. You don't want to make the hole too wide because then that gives just not you the opportunity, but like everyone else the opportunity goes. Yeah, the exactly. Hole. There's there's more room for the defense as well. So mm-hmm. it's but they're they're very good, and they're they're uh, they're playing a little banged up. But they're very good. They're all all five of the starters will play in the Super Bowl. Um, I believe there's injuries to their left guard, who is not really that well known. But Mr. Landon Dickerson, he is going to be one of the best guards in football pretty soon. I'm calling my shot right here. He's solid. Also from the University of Alabama. He's a weird enough. Yeah. And then. Uh, their right tackle, which is, I would argue, he will be the best player on the field, Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, he's playing with a torn groin abductor. He's been playing with it for weeks, and he held the. He he hasn't given up a sack since that injury. And uh, I don't know if you've ever had a, a groin injury, but it's not pleasant to move. Well, I would assume so, since I'm and, pretty sure your legs are connected to that area. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's just, what he's done with that injury has been impressive. He is the cream of the crop at the position of right tackle. So that's all I, I'm not going to say anymore. <laughs> he's like, I've given my peace, your honor. Sentence oh, me to man. death if you must. Sentence me to death. I will die on this hill. They are... Great up front. The Eagles' run game is amazing. I think that will be the key to the game is the Eagles' run game. That makes sense. I feel that too. I feel like that would be – because like you said, if you have a good offensive line who can make the gap only big enough just for the running back, you're going to get a little bit more of a yardage that you're looking for as to making it too wide where the other defensive backs can get to you. Yeah, and it'll just be – and the Chiefs, the Chiefs' defense is no slouch. Like oh, of course have, not. You mean like you know, every yeah. every team makes it to the Super Bowl because something is good on both ends. Yeah, I just, I just feel like we're gonna see another masterclass of offensive line play in the Super Bowl, like we did against the Forty ers Absolute masterclass. <laughs> just absolute, just masterpiece is what you just witness here. The Chiefs' line is good too. But the Eagles are just better. It, it, it's just, yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's that's my piece. That's my piece. But uh, going back, since we're still on the, you know, obviously the topic of Eagles, and uh, we're in the offense. Uh, I really wanted to see more of your take on the Eagles' inability to throw that you. Have. Yeah, we. I put that down. I was just. Uh... I don't know. I was kind of unimpressed by the passing game. Um, I'm not sure if it was kind of big moment for Jalen Hurts or and he he hasn't been known to be the best passer. Like his arms not huge. He's not super accurate. But uh, they have two. They have really good receiving threats, and they just kind of struggled to throw the ball a little bit. At least that's what it looked like to me um, watching the game. It just seemed like a lot of easy throws were missed and some some hard throws were made but a lot of missed easy throws that uh just kind of can be the difference in a game and you look at the Niners like if you can't throw you lose so and they couldn't throw by you know they were forced to not be able to throw with the quarterback injuries but if you can't throw you lose the game so 
just how the NFL is now. I feel, I feel, yeah, because you, I feel like that would that still makes sense though, because you don't want to just be stuck in one scenario. Like you don't want to be just known as the running team. You still want to let the offense or the defense know that. Yeah, you, you don't want to be the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I'm telling you, sadistic statistics with Sam. Oh man, you get a you get a you get a quick little easy ten minute like basically quick little, segment. Quick little dig on them, <laughs> just trash somebody for their struggles. Oh, of course, and then you just at the end of it, you give two compliments to two teams, and that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, the two best teams are playing, in my opinion. So, oh yeah. Pe- People can say what they want, but I think the two best teams are playing, and it should be a good one, hopefully. Because <laughs> I feel like, uh, I do feel like we did talk about the Chiefs exclusive and like creative offense, like, but I feel like we could go in more in depth with it. Because like I like I said, they are known for throwing the ball, but like not only throwing the ball. If that makes sense. Yeah, they're very. Um... I, I can get real nerdy about it if I wanted to, but I'll hit oh. us with the hit it. Okay. So they are cracks his the, knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> the the chiefs offense is so multiple. And so like you see viral clips of stuff, like almost every game where they're running some goofy play and, but it, it goes beyond that. Like I, I can't imagine being a defensive coordinator or a defensive player and having to prepare for all the stuff that they do. Like, you know, they, they obviously throw the ball a ton, but they're also very capable of running the ball and they're very creative about like what I call extended handoffs, which are basically quick passes and screens. And they're very creative with those type of plays where it is technically a pass, but it is short and it's just get a guy in space that's good and and they make do with whoever they have. They just they just go after guys that are fast and they they just run on people. It's just Andy Reid is a uh, an offensive savant, I would say. Oh man, Andy Reid is another guy I'll gush about, but I I'll, I'll refrain. Just he goes, I will I will take a step back here, take a breath. Yeah, yeah. that's one heck of a man. You gotta <laughs> say. But I feel like ah, uh, it's it. I honestly feel that this Super Bowl is going to be very entertaining because not every Super Bowl is. Not every Super Bowl is entertaining. Like, we watched, no. what was it? Uh, wasn't it oh. like, what was the lead the Falcons blew? Was it like 24 hey, or something? 28 to 3. We yeah. we forgot another Tom Brady Super Bowl. He beat the Rams uh, whatever year. Um, he The... Sean McVay's first Super Bowl, they won that that game was boring. They won that game like ten to three. <laughs> was it boring because there was not a lot of scoring, or was it boring yeah, because it was no, just a straight defense? The only touchdown was scored in like the fourth quarter. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, I forgot about that one just because I yeah. I, but when you know, people, when was it though? Because like I said, I was like six years old when I kind of understood what football was. This was recent. This was okay. like very recent this was like 2019 i think um yeah 2019 okay yeah like i just don't pay as much attention it as was I would. 13 to 3 oh well, yeah, it's very, yeah yeah it's yeah very very forgettable super bowl that oh, was, of course yeah 
That was Jared Goff was the quarterback for the Rams. Yep. Yep. I remember that one. And the 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 Rams honestly just got out coached by Bill Belichick. It's Bill Belichick. <laughs> Can't really do anything about it. Isn't it what is it? Isn't it him and Tom Brady have like a record for like the most games played with one another or something? Um I think so. There's I, some I'm record not... like that where it's him and like he's he's been in almost he's been in like every game that Bill Belichick has been in. Yeah, I think I think so. It's something crazy like He's played most of his career games with Bill Belichick. Just but, the way it goes. Um, but I know I don't want to keep you for too long. So going into the next segue, before we get to our winner, let's just say what we believe the scores will be without giving away who it's going to be. Gore, uh, you go first because I got to think about it. In my honest opinion, I could see it being like twenty, like twenty-three to like I want to say twenty-three to seventeen. Okay, I like that. I like that. I think you're a little low. Um, hey, I if you it'll be if you have such a good defense against a just a disgusting offense, I feel like it's going to be very good. I I could see a thirty-five to twenty-one game, to be honest. I I guess yeah, because we did talk about the explosive like offense on one end, the freak mutation himself, and then we did talk about the Eagles and how they kind of like you said he that like Hertz isn't the the best quarterback, but he's surrounded by a team that can help him. Surrounded by a stud team, for yeah. Sure. It's kind of like big... it's like that freshman who's got senior friends, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's got senior friends. That was kind of the makeup of the of the teams this year, like. The AFC teams were very quarterback driven. You know, Burrow and Mahomes were the focal point. Of <laughs> There's those a lob two in them, bitches. And then you look at the Niners and the Eagles, and they're very well constructed teams. And the quarterbacks are probably the weak point of both offenses. So it's it was very interesting how that par- how they parodied each other. But I just hope um, it's not a blowout. I think it'll be. Um, a close game and somebody will get a score late and it'll put, make it look worse than it is. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm thinking I'm, I'm going 35 to 24 is my final. Prediction. Um, you know what? I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I will say, I will say 21, probably 22 is just like get that two point conversion just to really like okay. make it. Like I a, like it. I like it. 22 to let's just say, let's say 14 two touchdowns. Okay. And if you I want it, if you want to, we can do sixteen. Just so they know if they score again, it's gonna be Yeah. Oh the both those defenses are really good. So it could be a defensive, you know, could be a defensive game, but I think it'll be an offensive game. Imagine if it's the lowest scoring Super Bowl in history. It's won by a that safety. That would be well, the Eagles have the number one defense Oh yeah. So it is we didn't really talk about that, but they're very good on defense. Oh, the yeah, Chiefs are like defense. also top five. So it I'm is... pretty sure they're like number three or two for defense. They're both top five offense and defense. So it's a very balanced game. Like I well, said, I mean, best teams are playing. Yeah, it would it would be really weird to be like the two number one best seeds, like the number one uh, seeds on both in both divisions, but neither your offense or defense are in the top five. Be the weirdest yeah, thing. That would, 
That would be strange. That that's Vikings to a T. Just <laughs> oh, we'll win a bunch of games, but we're awful statistically. It's great. <laughs> like how we won? <laughs> no one knows. No one knows. We in the season we got more points scored against us than we scored, but we won thirteen games. But back Wait, to the Super. Yes. <laughs> if you want to, so I'll go first and say who I believe is gonna win. All right, go ahead. Uh, I honestly am going for the Eagles. I am will have to agree with you. I am Eagles all the way as much as I dislike their fan base and everything about them. <laughs> I am a huge fan of how they play football, so yeah. I'm going for the Eagles. Cuz the only the uh, only reason I'm going for the Eagles personally is because like they always say de- uh, defense wins championships, but like it's it is true. Like if you have a very good defense, you can stop them from scoring or you can score on defense too. You can get a pick six. Yeah, no, defenses absolutely win championships, so it's it's just... Uh, I'm going to just throw out a random statistic out there. Patrick's, Patrick Mahomes is getting sacked three times. Three times, huh? No. I'm, three I'm, times. Gonna go for, I'm going higher. I'm going five times. Hey, if he five makes it, sacks in the if, Super Bowl. If he makes it out with not a single sack throughout the entire game without being substituted out or injured, I'm going to be like, I'm sorry. Like, this dude is just a... A freak of nature like mother nature's trying to kill him but he's too strong and she's scared of him yeah. and when i say five sacks i'm not discounting the chief's offensive line i just think the eagles defense, defense is that good is so good <laughs> like we we didn't we didn't give them enough credit just because there's more like interesting things to talk about but they're very good they have a really solid team yeah without without a doubt like Every Super Bowl is going to have its own thing, but with this one specifically, it is going to be nice seeing uh, like the top three offense, defense, and then the number one defense against... Because if I'm not mistaken, are the Chiefs the number one offense this year? Let's do a little Google search. I'm not sure. Because I feel like, they're, like they have to be top three because I'm pretty sure... like Because it, it doesn't matter how many... Well, obviously, you number know... Number one total offense. Uh, we'll go... Let's go points per game, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, because like each one... Games. Yes, Kansas City is uh, the most points per game. Oh, they're sense. actually tied. They're tied with Philly, actually. Never oh, played. my God. They're both, they both average 28.7 points, according to this website, teamrankings.com. So, so um, just take it with a grain of salt. Can I do scoring offense? Can I do, like... Uh, never mind. Um, can I do total offense yards per game? Uh, the Chiefs have the most yards per game. There we go. So they're tied for most scoring, and they are the most yards. So I would say they're probably the number one defense. Um, and then you mean number one offense? I was like, wait a minute, you just went out. We just went on a big rant about the total. I'm gonna look at total defense too on here. Uh, Philly is the number one defense, and Kansas City is, according to this website, they are the number ten defense in yards per game. Mm. But points per game and yards per game are different. Yeah. Uh, they they don't have a points per game. Well, that makes sense because they're not going to be scoring on defense as much. Well, I mean, like points allowed as well. Okay, that makes sense. That's whatever. <laughs> it'll it'll be uh it'll be an interesting game here. So we got our 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 winner predictions and our score predictions. So mm-hmm. you I think you know Eagles win 35-24. Yep. 
And uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, state my Super Bowl MVP because that's also on our, our uh, topic list here. Um, my Super Bowl MVP is Hassan Reddick, outside linebacker for the Philadelphia Eagles. He had a monster game against uh, the Niners. I think the Chiefs tackles are worse than the Niners tackles. And uh, I just think he's going to go off. That is my Super Bowl MVP, defensive <laughs> player. He's gonna have two. He's gonna have two and a half of my five sacks. He's gonna have a forced fumble. Give it to just give it to Jason Kelly. Just throw it out there. I I would give it to Lane Johnson if any if I could decide who got it, but Kelsey, but, yeah, yeah. Cool. I feel like I'd have to agree with you because sitting here speaking to someone who looks at the players more than the actual game, but you know what I'm saying? Like you look specifically at certain players versus uh, the overall team itself. Yeah. I like, I like matchups. I like seeing who's going to go against who. But I'd have to agree with you in your uh, prediction there, friend, because you know, you watch it, you watch it more in depth than I do because I'm more like the average viewer where you're more the depth super fan. I'm a nerd. I, I, I call myself a football nerd. I don't, I don't particularly like the NFL that much, but I like football. Like college football, <laughs> I don't really have one team for college football. There's I too just many. Like, I just like football. I like, like good with college football. football. You can have three favorite teams. If there's a game on TV and one of the teams is ranked in the top 25, I'm going to watch the game. <laughs> I, I like good football. Because of any of them. Wasn't, uh, I remember there was like a blowout one year, wasn't there? For football, for college football, there was like every year, man. Yeah, I know there was like a, there was like a number five versus like an unranked team, and then the number five team in the nation lost to that unranked team. It happens a lot, and I I would try to name a specific instance, but it literally happens every year where uh, a highly ranked team will lose to a low ranked team or an unranked team, and you'll have you know high ranked two high ranked teams that play each other and there's it's a blowout like look at the college football playoffs this year like georgia won like 65 to 10 or whatever like supposedly against the second best team in the country and they absolutely rolled over them and it's just yeah so i'm all about the matchups i'm yeah i'm a nerd i guess (laughs) Hey, everyone's got some friend that knows something about something, you know? Like, I'm the comics I, guy. Uh, I know about <laughs> football and offensive linemen. If, so. I ever, if I'm ever getting beat up by defensive linemen, I'm going to come to you and be like, hey, how do I stop them from doing this to me? You'll be like, all you right. You can't. They're a better athlete than you. <laughs> Sorry, Damien. You, just need to, you need to either put on 120 pounds or you need to just get strong really fast. Yeah. Or you need to get really fast so they can't catch you. That's what all those receivers do. <laughs> but anyways, we're going to segue into the uh, ending here. So, Sam, thank you very much for joining me. By all means, I had a blast. I thought this was very fun to just sit down and talk to you about something that you really love and something that you like watching overall. Like you said, you don't have like this admiration or love for the NFL necessarily, but you do love football. You love the sport itself. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was good to be talking to you, too. I, I enjoy talking with you. You're always, uh, you're always good at keeping the conversation going. So, Oh, yeah. I am what you call a shatterbox. Not necessarily a broken record. I'm an endless record. I just keep going. I bet you just got to take that shit off. You know? 
It's the best kind. Just put it on loop. <laughs> but anyways, I'd like to say thank you to everyone who has given us the time of day to listen to our conversation and keep coming back. I appreciate that nonetheless. As always, I'll catch you in the lobby the next time you decide to queue up.